Welcome to the Engineer Soft Skills Podcast. My mission is to help engineers like you develop your soft skills, which are all the skills you weren't taught in engineering school. You will learn how to develop your confidence, increase your productivity, become a better problem solver, and improve your social skills in order to design a career and life that you love. Hey there, welcome to the Engineer Soft Skills Podcast. On this episode, I want to talk about something awesome, which is how to develop a positive attitude. Now, this is something that's very near and dear to my heart because I don't feel like I've always had a positive attitude. And that's not to say that I'm 100% positive nowadays or that I was 100% negative back in the day. And that's okay that I'm not perfectly 100% positive. I don't believe that anyone really is. That's kind of the human condition to a degree. And one thing that I think about developing a positive attitude is not a lot of people take the time to intentionally sit down and say, I want to cultivate this in my life, even though it's something that colors all of our life, every aspect of it. It is the lens through which we view our reality. If we're constantly looking at things with a lens of negativity, it doesn't matter what external events are happening in our lives, the interpretation is always going to be negative. You're never going to be feeling good because you're constantly going to be looking at things feeling like they're not good enough and feeling negative about them. Alternatively, if you feel positive about things and you're excited about what you have going on and certain opportunities come into your life and you just feel positive and excited about them and even negative setbacks, you tend to look on the bright side of things. You tend to be more positive about those things. That's such a huge life skill. And it's something that I believe not a lot of people recognize is a skill that you can cultivate. I think we tend to look at this attitude and believe that it's fixed. I either have a negative attitude or I'm kind of meh about things or I'm kind of neutral or I swing one way I swing between positive and negative but we don't recognize that we can work on our psychology and become more and more positive. Tony Robbins, one of the biggest personal development gurus in the world and he's amazing if you haven't seen any Tony Robbins, I would highly highly recommend looking into him and learning from him. Well, Tony Robbins says that the quality of your life is the quality of your emotions. And how true is that? If we, again, constantly feel negative, it doesn't matter what's going on in our lives. It doesn't matter what the external circumstances are. Would you rather be phenomenally rich but feel just horrible in your life? Or would you rather have just enough money to get by and barely any more but feel just great all the time and be super positive and happy about what's going on in your life. Same thing with fitness. Would you rather be incredibly in shape and just ripped and shredded the body of your dreams but feel super negative inside? Or would you rather be very out of shape but feel super positive and excited about life? We often think that success leads to happiness. And... I believe that this is a common fallacy, common trap. We want to chase these things to make us more happy. And while the two may be correlated, right, becoming a bit more wealthy might make you more 
happy, although there's studies that show beyond about $75,000, and it depends on where you live and everything, but beyond $75,000 a year, there's no correlation whatsoever between having more money and being more happy. That's crazy. So while the two, success and happiness, might be correlated, the arrow of causation can often point the opposite direction than what we think. We often think, oh, I have to become successful, then I'll be happy. Well, what if it were the other way around? What if you became happy first? What if you became positive first and developed a calm, happy mind? And then that is what allowed you to be successful. Start taking a look at your own psychology. What are the areas you find to be a drain to your positivity? When you have negative thoughts, what are they about? What are negative feelings that come up for you consistently? So developing this awareness, starting to look at our own thoughts and analyze them and, and just become consistently aware of the thought stream that's going on in our heads rather than being like a fish living in water who, you know, these thoughts are constantly around us, but it's so common to our experience that we're not really even aware it's there. We want to start becoming aware of these thoughts that are going on. And once we recognize, okay, what are the negative thoughts? What are the things that bring me away from the positive attitude I'd like to have? We can start working on it. We can start diving into them, questioning them, um, you know, doing sort of cognitive behavioral therapy exercises, which I'll dive into in other episodes of the podcast or other videos on my site. And alternatively, what are you like when you have a strong positive attitude? What are you thinking about? How is your mindset shifted? Who are you around that makes you feel more positive? And when you reflect on these things, okay, how can you replicate that? How can you start thinking those positive thoughts more and more and more often? And how can you recognize what causes these mindset shifts for you and start intentionally creating that mindset shift on your own rather than just having it something be something that just naturally happens, but intentionally force it to happen? When it comes to the people that you feel positive and negative around, okay, what if you were to Revise the amount of time that you spend with the positive people, you know, increase the amount of time you spend with the positive people and pull back from those folks who are being negative in your life or have a conversation with them around it. Sometimes that we can believe our negative thoughts are objective facts, but often this isn't true. For instance, I consistently notice some of my coworkers having negative interpretations of things that aren't objectively true. And I do this myself, of course, but I'm just using an obvious example that I see at my workplace. I notice people regularly saying things like, oh, I'm just so busy, or it's a Monday, and implying that they're feeling low energy and down because it just happens to be a certain day of the week, or because they happen to interpret their experience as being busy. And it is, so when you think about, oh, I'm so busy, this is such a common response one, is that objectively true? Are you objectively busy? Could you interpret that in another way? Could you just say, oh man, I have a lot of things going on right now. I have my hands on a lot of projects and I'm excited about that. That's a different interpretation on the exact same facts of the situation. 
But is one more true than the other? Why not choose to have the more positive interpretation of two things? Another common thing I tend to see is assuming that others don't like us. This is called projected dislike. People project that coworkers or clients don't like them and don't want them to succeed. In their heads, it just seems like objective reality. Of course I'm not feeling super positive. How could I be super positive when this person isn't going to like me if I do this? Or how could I be super positive when I'm so busy? Or how could I be so positive when it's a Monday? And yet, you could put a different person with a different attitude and with different psychology into that same circumstance, in that same situation, and they would feel great. They would feel different because of that different perspective, because of the different lens they have on life, because of their way of interpreting things, because of their mindset, they feel more positive. In engineering, I notice that there's often an attitude of doubt. And this is great. It's the foundation of science. If we were to never question anything, if we were to never doubt anything, bridges would break and cars would crash and airplanes would be falling out of the sky. (laughs) So we have to continually question things critically until we arrive at the correct answer or the best possible answer available. However, we don't need to bring that doubting attitude and we don't need to allow that doubting attitude to sink into our heads and stop us from being positive. You can still be a highly positive person while questioning things and using critical thinking and having doubt toward ideas, but having positivity toward your experience of life and toward other people. You can fully respect and love another person while having a healthy form of disrespect or healthy questioning of the ideas or the work that they bring up. Disrespect probably isn't the right word, but rather a healthy questioning of those things. And finally, so we've talked a lot about the the mental aspect of developing a positive attitude and questioning thoughts and developing more positive thoughts. Well, let's talk about the emotional part of that because that is just as big of an aspect, if not much greater. And the most important thing that I can offer in terms of developing a, an emotionally positive attitude is to develop the capacity to be with your feelings. And if we're a very, we come from a very heady style of relating to our feelings, if, we, if we're used to just focusing on what's going on in our head and ignoring what's going on from the neck down, this can be a bit of a difficult thing to do. But when we develop the ability to just whatever we're feeling, whatever's coming up for us, just saying, I'm going to be here with this. I'm going to love this feeling. I'm going to allow it to be there fully, and I'm going to feel it. That is an enormous life skill. Because the alternative is that instead of allowing what's there emotionally to be there, the alternative is that we suppress these feelings, is that we stuff them down. And we might do this in a variety of ways. We might eat some bad food when negative feelings come up. We might bury ourselves in work. We might, it might just come out in terms of negative thoughts and negative interpretations of everything. It might be something where you stuff it down with drugs or alcohol. That's 
a common, a very common thing, and I believe that's what leads to most addictions, is a lack of. It's a, a way to get away from uncomfortable feelings. It's a way to to numb ourselves from the emotional pain that can be part of the human experience. And that's not to say that we're always going to experience emotional pain, but one of my favorite books is called Letting Go by David Hawkins. And that book talks about this, this process. So it is the art of surrender. When something's coming up for you, rather than suppress it or avoid it, when a feeling comes up, the way through, the way, the way to, to stop feeling that thing, paradoxically, is through. It's to feel it fully, to completely surrender to it being there, to allow the feeling fully, to feel it as much as you possibly can, to go right into the heart, the center of that feeling, that emotion. And in doing so, when it is being fully allowed and permitted to be there, it will rise up, it will, you might feel it more intensely, and then generally speaking, after a little bit of time, it can be a lot of time if this is something that you're less experienced with, the feeling will subside, and it will, it will, it's like a wave, it rises up, and then it crashes down, and it, at that point, it has moved through you, and rather than being this thing that's just stuck or trapped or continually within us, it just flows right through and it may be something that we feel again, but rather than being something that gets stuck and trapped and it's in us, but we avoid it and we suppress it and we reject it, it is now something that that can move through us in a much more swift and healthy way. So you have it. That is today's episode on how to develop a positive attitude. So what can you take away from this episode? What can you start installing into your own life? Again, I want to reflect on the Tony Robbins quote, the quality of your life is the quality of your emotions. This is hugely important stuff. Developing the capacity to to have a more and more positive attitude is huge. So when you take a look at your own psychology, what do you see? And how can you take action to improve upon that? That might be taking on a meditation practice and being with your feelings more. It might be journaling about what the negative thoughts that you have are. And literally just getting those down on paper and seeing them is huge in terms of our ability to develop awareness around them and to see them for what they are, to see that they're not necessarily true. And finally, how can you have a more strong positive attitude? A great exercise for this would be to start writing out positive thoughts that you would like to experience more and more and to start sort of brainwashing yourself with positive thoughts brainwashing i mean this in a, in a good sense obviously so what are some thoughts that you want to take on if you if a negative thought that you have all the time is i'm not smart i'm i'm dumb people don't think i'm intelligent you might write down a positive response to that so I'm a quick learner. I, I am a highly intelligent person. Here are all the, you could write some evidence as to why I believe I'm, a, I'm an intelligent person. And there are a variety of ways to do it. I'll let you pick one, <laughs> pick your action step and do it. 
Knowing this stuff is not enough. Doing it is important. Take action, my friend. Again, thank you for listening to this episode. I hope it has helped you develop your capacity to have a more positive attitude. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Engineer Soft Skills Podcast. If you're interested in more, you can go to engineersoftskills.com to check out more videos, podcasts, articles, and to download a free PDF called The Ultimate Guide to Soft Skills. This is a 25-page ebook covering the best of what I've learned on how to level up your soft skills in order to develop a career and life that you love. Thank you for listening.